This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Gino Ginelli is Dead by Stephen Hill. Hello? Okay, Janet, thank you. Send it through. You can come in, Ollie. You in there? Yes, come in. Hello, bruv. What are you up to? Well, I was going to ask you the same thing. I thought you were at work today. Yeah, supposed to, but I'll go in a bit quieter later, innit? Ah, that famous work ethic rears its head again. I'd love to have a job where I could just turn up whenever the impulse took me. I'll have a word if you like. You don't need any qualifications. I was being ironic, Ollie. I just mean I'd like you to find a job, well, a purpose, that you can be happy with. What, so that I don't turn up when you're snowed under at work? No. I'm joking, Charles. Do you want to go to lunch? It's quarter past eleven. What is it, then? Brunch. It's too early. What, for brunch? For any kind of break. Especially when you haven't done any work today. I have. I cleaned up all the mess in the flat from that party we had. We didn't have a party. You had a party. You knew people there, too. I knew you. There you go. You had a good time. No, Ollie, I didn't. I had to get up at 5.30 to catch a flight to New York for work. I didn't enjoy the pie. Sorry, your pie. Well, you looked like you was having a blinder, running around in your dressing gown with a can of lager in each hand, pointing and shouting at people. Oh. I was angry, Ollie. I needed sleep. Sleep when you're dead, bruv. Genius. Ollie, please. I've got to get these proposals indexed by lunchtime and finish these end-of-year projections by the close of business. Fine. Just wanted to spend a bit of quality time together, take my brother for brunch after all he's done for me. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. Listen, you said sleep when you're dead. When I'm dead, Ollie, I want to leave a little something behind. A legacy. It might not be a huge legacy, but it would have been something that I worked for. Something I can be proud of. You, on the other hand, don't appear to care much about what you're doing or what direction your life is taking. I'm not being selfish, Ol. I'm genuinely worried about you, mate. Well, don't worry about me. Worry about your trips to New York and your spreadsheets and all that. We both know what we are. You're the intelligent, academic go-getter with a good job and a plush flat. I'm the other brother, the one with no qualifications and a crap job who depends on you to put him up rent-free. Ollie, I'm not having a go. I just want you to believe that you are capable of achieving something. You get one shot at life and it could be over just like that. You gonna get that? Yeah. Hello? Speaking. Don't worry, he's stood right in front of me. Is your phone on? Oh, six missed calls. Who is it? I see. We'll be there as soon as we can. Who was it then? We need to leave here now. Oh, you bloody rebel. Can't resist a bit of brunch with your brother. We'll go down to Greg's. My treat. Dad's had an accident, Ollie. Two steak slices for two pounds. It's serious, Ollie. I'm going down there now. What? Now, now? Yeah, now. No time for brunch, I'm afraid. You coming? Nah. It'd just be awkward, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't know the bloke. Sure. Or have you got to be at work? Family emergency. I'll call them. Thought you might. You are going to owe me £5 sterling. I'm not lost. When was the last time you drove down this road? I've never driven down this road. Mum drove us through here plenty of times. When we were kids. I haven't been to this town since I was about six. And I was more than happy to keep it that way. 
I thought you hated the bloke anyway. I don't know why you're even bothering. Because it's my responsibility. And yours. We are the last living relatives of that man. All right. Stress. <laughs> what did I tell you? Swanborough, eight miles. I think you owe me five pounds sterling, my friend. I'll put it on the tab. Hi, I'm Dr. McCartney. No relation to Paul McCartney, obviously. So, has there been any news, Doctor? Oh, right, yeah. Whoops, forgot my clipboard. You are? Charles. And? Hi, I'm Ollie. Ollie and Charles, of course. You are waiting for? News about the accident. Our father... Oh, don't tell me. I'm paid to know this stuff. Your son Michael broke his arm? No. Right, the wife was there, my mistake. Your neighbours of Mrs Humphreys, and here to pick her up after her ingrowing toenail operation? No. Doctor, can we just find out about our father? We're both worried sick. Your father? Okay, I know now. What's the guy's name? His name is... Don't tell me. Gordon? Oh, nearly. You'll kick yourself. Shut up. Doctor, please. We'd like to know what happened to our father, if you don't mind. All right, hold on. Jonathan? Nah, you're getting colder. It's Gino. Close. Not even slightly. Now, I'd appreciate you telling me what is the diagnosis on my father. Right, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to have a more personal relationship with my patients. I want to do more than just come in and be an anonymous face giving you news. We're not robots, you know. I care deeply about the well-being of Jonathan. Gino! Gino, I'm bad with names. I apologise. We doctors are under a lot of stress. It's a thankless job, and if you would just give me a minute to compose myself, I will tell you what's going on. But please don't raise your voice to me, as this is very difficult for me as well. We're sorry. Please, continue. Thank you. It's been an awful day. Traffic was bad this morning. Wasn't it? I left my lunch next to Mrs Fisher on Ward 7, and she ate it. She's not on solids for another three weeks. Oh, that won't end well. Quite. And to top it all off, I've lost a very important urine sample. You wouldn't have seen it, would you? Little plastic cup filled with piss? Sadly not. The diagnosis, Doctor. Of course. Where were we? Yes. So you are Ollie and Charles, the sons of Gino, the gentleman who fell off his ladder while he was fixing the roof? That's right. Yeah, he's dead. Awkward. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to get one less Christmas card. Ollie... Well, I can't feel sad about someone I hardly knew. Charles, Oliver, many condolences for your loss. Thank you. Who the fuck was that? You might say that you hardly knew him, but it's becoming apparent that our father was quite popular around here, which is why it's up to us to give him a decent burial and send-off. Oh, come on, Charles. Let's get back in the car and go home. No, Ollie. This is our responsibility. Hello, Charles. Hello, Oliver. I'm so very sorry to hear about your father. How do you know our bloody names? Ollie! I'm sorry about my brother. He's very upset right now. That's all right. I understand. Ollie, come on. I know this might seem weird. Don't you understand? Dad obviously spoke about us a lot. And considering this is such a small community, everyone must know who we are. Some may even remember us as kids. Well, they'd remember how much I bloody hated this place and leave me alone. Look, we'll sort the funeral and as soon as he's buried, we'll go home. Okay? Okay. 
but I cannot be held responsible for my actions if another one of these fucking extras from the Wicker Man comes up and starts talking to me like we're best mates. Hello, young Oliver. Long time no see. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hello, whoever you are. Charles, you've grown. Yeah. Yeah, people normally do between the age of eight and 30. Well, I'm terribly sorry, boys. I'm Eric Knowles. You probably don't remember me. I was a great friend of your father's and I made a memento for you. Thank you. What is it? Well, you see, I make artistic desserts. It's a rice pudding shaped like Gino playing cricket. Oh, right. Yes, uh, there's his cricket bat. No, that's his moustache. Oh, of course. Fuck me. Well, I know you boys have probably got a lot of work to do with organising the funeral and whatnot, but I'd be hugely honoured if you would display this on top of his coffin. You could even put a little spoon next to it, so if you want, the grievers could have a comforting little nibble. Are you mental? Thank you, Eric, definitely. We'll display it for you. Thank you, boys. That means a lot. Don't eat it until the service. There's no chance of that happening. Looks like we've got a funeral to organise. Oh, good. Sorry about that, gents. Just had to deal with a very unreasonable gentleman. The bereaved have got the shortest tempers. I didn't make him take his flight, did I? I don't know. Grief turns people into right grumpy guts, doesn't it? So, Gino's funeral. Can I just say what a tragedy it is to lose such a fine member of the community in such sudden circumstances? He's a great loss to everybody in this town. Yeah, we know. But thanks. Hard, isn't it? But I'm here to see he gets the best send-off possible. Okay? We'd like that. Now. Let's just go through the standard format. We can offer a basic package, that's transport, casket, pallbearers, flowers and the like, or you may like to upgrade to our deluxe death ensemble. This is quite a new thing that we've imported over from the States where it's very popular. It would involve a theme which we would then choreograph with our set of artistic directors and thus provide you with pre- and post-funeral entertainment. The themes to choose from are The Titanic, Hammer Horror, The Great Fire of London, that's cremation only, I'm afraid, chaps, The Man with the Golden Gun, and our most popular theme, The Crucifixion of Our Lord Jesus Christ. Would you chaps be interested in this? No. Oh, I love The Man with the Golden Gun. Ollie, we can't afford it. It's not that expensive. Our motto is, blinding burials with prices so low, they're practically six feet under. Even so, I would just like the standard ceremony. OK. Now, what would you like the coffin to be made from? Standard mahogany, see-through plastic, non-biological vegetable stock, or, kids' favourite, edible candy floss. Dad loved candy floss. Poor thing. It'll rot your tea. Mm, I think he's got other things to worry about. I understand. Now, we've prepared your father for viewing, so if you would like to go out of the door and take a left, you can see your father at peace in our Chapel of Rest.
That's alright, isn't it? I know it's not ideal, but it's not too bad, is it? Not really. We appreciate the effort, but... What the fuck happened? I mean, I can't believe this. Well, somewhere along the way, someone has made a bit of a mess of the measurements, you see. Right. I think we forgot to measure him all the way up to the head. Like measuring him for a soup. So... So the coffin is a bit on the small side. Saw that. He don't fit in proper. Clearly. And these coffins are, are really expensive. I mean, it seems a shame to waste it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't want to waste it. So, we were thinking, you know, how do we get ourselves out of this predicament? And one of the boys had an idea. Why don't we... Put him in the fucking fetal position? Well, yeah. Came into the world that way. Might as well leave it the same, I suppose. I just can't believe this. This is utter nonsense. Well, I'm sorry, you have to excuse my brother. This is a very difficult time for us and he's slightly fraught at the moment. Although I do share somewhat in his disbelief. I understand that mistakes do happen. The main problem is that we were hoping to have an open casket... And we don't want people paying their respects to my father while he's curled up like a cat in a nairing cupboard. That's not a problem, Chief. Luckily for you, he broke his neck on his fall. Means we can do this. Oh, my God. Here you are. He's looking right at us. I don't think so. Why not? He's not Linda Blair, you idiot. And what's that makeup about? Hey... That makeup was done by her own personal makeup artist. She knows what she's on about. Used to do makeup on Madonna's Blonde Ambition tour. I'm sorry, but that's no good to us. Yeah, he's being buried, mate. He's not going to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, I don't know what to say, gents, but here it is. Take it or leave it. What do you say? We'll have to have a closed coffin, I suppose. We'll take it. Cheers, lads. I know it's expensive, but you know what they say. Can't take it with you. That's true. That's very true. What happened here, then? Say again. Sorry, you'll you'll have to speak up. I'm a bit deaf. This is weird. What did you ask me? Eh? Oh, what happened to him in there? The deceased? Well, it's... Well... He fell off a ladder when he was washing his windows. How did you know my father? Ha! Off a ladder! It's different, eh? <laughs> I've not heard that one before. <laughs> wash, wash, crash. <laughs> How did you know my father? Say again. What are you doing here, mate? Oh, I love a good funeral. I've been to every funeral in this town since 1984. Off the roof. <laughs> like Rod Hull. No, he fell off a ladder. No, no the roof for sure. He, he was fixing the aerial on his TV. Not Rod Hull. Our father fell off the ladder. Say again. My father broke his neck and died after he fell off his ladder. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Classic. Did you laugh this much when Rod Hull died? No. That was a terrible loss. Wasn't it? Dreadful thing. <laughs> Off the ladder. <laughs> Silly bugger. <laughs> well, enjoy the funeral, lads. You too. Oh, I will. Great stuff. <laughs> oh, Gino. 
That was nice, wasn't it? Let's get it done and get out of here. He's wearing flip-flops and a skirt. It's a sarong, you Neanderthal. Oh, it's utterly disrespectful. It's all in black. That's what we stipulated. All black. You can't wear flip-flops to a funeral, especially if you're carrying the coffin. It's 2010, Marcus. People aren't always as backwards as you. If I died, I want someone with a sense of style to carry me to my final resting place. Well, how do you boys feel about this? After all, we're supposed to be providing you with a service. You should dictate to us how you want it to be. Well, I think it looks all right. Thank you. But you do stand out slightly. Thank you. That's quite all right. But what I meant was from the others, and we would rather have everyone matching, just to give a feeling of unity, you know? Why don't we all wear flip-flops, then? I am not wearing a skirt. Sarong. For the final time, it's a sarong. And it's unisex. I see. This is your decision. Can I wear my... £250 sarong, or do you want me to go and get changed? Could you please go and get changed? I see. Unbelievable. In this day and age, a man can't dress metrosexually to a religious ceremony. This is how the Nazis started. You people can try as much as you like, but you will never censor me. You will never change me. If you can't accept me for who I am, then you'd better go and find yourself someone else to carry your precious coffin for you. Good day! I was going to get one of those sarongs, but 250 quid, it's a lot of money, isn't it? It's a skirt, mate. Well, slightly more pressing is who's now going to carry the coffin with you guys. We'll sort it out for you, sir. Don't worry yourself about it. This has happened before. Craig! Uh, who's Craig? My boy. He's going to carry on the family tradition. Want to carry the coffin, son? Okay. <laughs> Is he going to be able to carry a coffin? Yeah, it'll be fine. Do you mind carrying it for us, Craig? I'm nearly fine and off. Oh, super. Daddy, it's heavy. Nearly there, son. Oh, God, why is he curled up like that? He looks like a cat in an errand cupboard. I'm going to be sick. Don't he look peaceful? Uh, we are gathered here today to celebrate the life of one of this community's most popular and loved individuals. A man who touched the life of every single one of us sitting here today. We all knew him as Gino. Will there be a buffet? Yes, there will be a buffet. Yes! So many of us were touched by Gino's life. To start the service, I'd like to invite Gordon to say a few words about Gino and what he meant to him. Gordon. Hello. Thank you. 
We are all here today because of our love for one incredible man, a man who, I'm sure we'll agree, we will never forget. He touched the lives of every single one of us. One Gino Ginelli, my best friend, whom I will miss more than words can say. Gino was an amazing man. That is a big platitude to use, but one I feel befits him. I am sure that if it were not for Gino, I would not be stood here. Such is the impact he made on my life. I can only have deepest gratitude to him for taking me into his heart when I was diagnosed with my condition. I know I was a pain to live with when my mental well-being deteriorated. <coughs> can you be quiet, please? Sorry, but I find it quite hard to concentrate. Also, there are eight people on the third row and only six on the opposite. Can one of you move across? I find unsymmetrical groups of people quite disconcerting. My condition meant that I couldn't accept the obstacles that life put in front of me. Gino helped me deal with them. Sorry. Please turn it off. Please turn it off. Have some respect. No more noise. I don't want to hear any more noise. He was the one who went and found out what it meant to have obsessive-compulsive disorders and helped me deal with it. No matter how bad it got, I continued to receive support from this incredible man. Shut up, will you? Just shut your little brat up! I know that my behavior could sometimes be erratic, but Gino was never embarrassed to be seen with me. Something about the crying, anything. Stick a suck in its mouth. With Gino's help, I began to lose fear of my OCD. I began to get my life back. I certainly couldn't have done this speech a few months ago. Your child is Satan, fucking Satan. Do you understand? Now he is gone, I feel a terrible emptiness. I hope and pray that. I keep the lessons that Gino taught me inside myself at all times. He was a credit to the human race, and the one who made me the man I am today. Sir, your child, in fact your family, make me want to vomit. I literally have to hold back the vomit in my mouth. That noise! And your shirt is untucked on your left side. Tuck it in! You look ludicrous! In closing, I would just like to have a moment's silence in memory of Gino. <laughs> Goodbye, Gino. I'll miss you. I'm going to fill your child's mouth with cement and throw it in the fucking Thames. Uh, well, uh, thank you, Gordon, for that. Th that was truly moving. I was so worried, but I think it went really well. Hmm. Sh shall we open the buffet? Worst bit's over now. And what a worst bit. Spectacularly bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. Lovely service, wasn't it? 
Really lovely. Very nice. I'm Colin, a friend of your father's. We'll miss him deeply. Thanks for that, Colin. Glad you enjoyed the service. Just one thing, though, chaps. What's that, Colin? There isn't much in the way of vegetarian options on the buffet menu. Oh, I don't know. That quiche's Mediterranean vegetables, and we got three of them. Oh, yes, but my wife is a vegan, you see. She can't eat quiche because vegans can't eat eggs, I you know see? what a vegan is. You said vegetarian. Oh, I didn't think you'd know what it was to be a vegan. Don't know what a vegan is. That's OK, Colin, we know what a vegan is. Now, I'm just having a look. I don't think we do have anything for vegans over there. Oh, no, that's fine. She probably wouldn't have eaten it anyway. She doesn't trust other people's hands on her food. But I just thought I'd point it out as a glaring omission, you know, just so for next time. No problem. Next time my dad dies, we'll get some tofu for your wife, even though she wouldn't eat it anyway. Good. Well, I'm glad that's sorted out. Oh, my humblest commiserations. Thank you very much, Colin. I'm going to get some hummus. You the son, yeah? As much as I'd love to correct that, I won't. Yeah, I'm Ollie. Gino's son. Wicked nice one. I'm Greg. All right, mate. Dad died, didn't he? Yeah, that's why we're having his funeral. I thought so. Suck, does it? What? Having no father? It's not great. But I never knew him that well, so... Yeah, my dad. He's alive still. You win, then. He'll die one day. Well, it's been great meeting you, but I'm going to get some food, Greg. I'm the entertainment. The entertainment? We didn't order any entertainment. Nah, his friend ordered it as soon as he heard he died. Who? Gary. I don't know Gary. He's a good guy. He probably is, but I don't think we need entertainment. You ordered me. No, Gary ordered you. Cheers for coming, mate, but forget it. Take the night off. You don't need me. No, just go, mate. Can I stay for the buffet? Yeah, knock yourself out. I'll have some pizza, and then you can pay me and I'll go then. Well, I'm not paying you. Gary can pay you. Oh, right, sure. What? It's cool. <laughs> Which one's Gary? What? I don't know. You two booked me. No, he booked you. I thought you knew him. You said he was a good guy. Yeah, on the phone, he was really nice. Never met him. Jesus. Well, I don't know who he is. You'd have to go and ask someone. Can you ask? I'm a bit shy around strangers. But you're a performer. So surely... Actually, fine, forget it. Is Gary here? Anyone called Gary? Gary was your father's best friend and he was so distraught about his death that he took his own life last week. Oh, for fuck's sake. Come over 40 miles on my scooter. I'll write you a cheque if you just leave me alone. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to be a pain. Shut up. How much do you charge? We'd arrange £200. It's lower than I thought. Greg. Smith. Greg Smith Enterprises. Can I have some pizza as well, please? Take the whole thing. Cheers, mate. You're a good guy. <laughs> as good as Gary. Um, about the same. Oh, cheers. There you go, Greg. By the way, what do you do? Fire eater. Of course you are. Ollie, this is Ralph. Dad used to do odd jobs around his house for him. Ollie, how are you doing, my friend? Your dad was a good man. Thank you. Ralph was just telling me how he's felt Dad's presence since he's left us and that he's okay. You see, Ollie, my mind has been blessed with powers. Mind powers. Powers of the mind. I have spoken to Gino and I want you to know that he is in a better place. Good. I'm a bit bored of talking about it. What football team do you support? Ollie, this is pretty amazing stuff. He's up there now, looking at us, smiling, with his eyes, through his spirit. Wow. Grammar isn't your strong point, is it? 
Grammar has no place in the spirit world. Well, it probably does. Think of all the people he's up there with now. God, Mother Teresa, Dr. Martin Luther King, Princess Diana. Michael Jackson. No. He can sing with Frank Sinatra, watch theatre with Shakespeare, philosophise with the likes of Darwin, Aristotle or Stephen Hawking. He's still alive. Sadly, I fear not for much longer. All those people he can meet, it's tremendous. If you could meet someone, who would it be? Well, I'm a Man United fan. I'd love to have met George Best in his A-Day. Hmm. Peter Sellers and Spike Milligan together. Imagine that. Well, your father can. You shouldn't mourn him. You should envy him. I'm starting to. What about you, Ralph? Who would you most like to meet? Most definitely my dogs, as humans. Good answer. I'm leaving. I think I'll join you. Ollie! Hold up! What, Charles? I've had enough of this! Let's just go! We've done everything we need to, let's just go! I want to get back to London to... What? Not turn up for work? No! Bigsy's downloaded the new Star Trek film and everyone is going round to watch it. Be a bit of a squeeze, fitting all of us round the little computer monitor, but I think the four of us will fit. And I'm fucked if I'm missing it to stay in this shithole. Oh, well, as long as it's something important. The will reading is in 20 minutes. After that, we'll go. I'm not going. You go. I'll meet you on the beach. I don't want to talk to one more person from this town. Hello. What now? Look, whoever you are, let me answer all your questions straight away. Yes, I'm his son. No, I don't want to speak to you. And do you know what? No, I'm not sad. Okay. Well, did you know him then? Everyone knew him. I didn't. (laughs) That, my friend, was his biggest regret. Everything here. Everything you can see around you. He built up for you and Charles. This place used to be one of the top five tourist spots in Britain. Really? Mm. And your dad was responsible for that. See, you don't remember. You were very young. Gino showed me a photo once of you. Sat on his knee as a baby. You had this right grumpy look on your face. A bit of sick down your front. See, you ain't changed a bit. It's pizza. Well, whatever it is. You ain't changed, mate. Your dad changed, though. He lost his passion. What? When you left, it was like you took the tourists with you. This place was never the same. Poor Gino. Lost his calling in life. At least he had a calling. I never knew dad. And while my brother's got a career and responsibilities and all that, I just bumble about. No calling in life whatsoever. You sure about that? I don't know what to do. (laughs) Opportunities don't generally come my way. You catch me drift. Maybe you don't see opportunities when they're staring you in the face. Here. That's 20 quid in tokens. Go down the amusements. Go on the dodgems. Have a go at the coconuts. Get some candy floss. Enjoy the town for once. Wipe that grumpy look off your face. See you around. Oh, I doubt it. I'm, I'm off tonight. Yeah, right. Oh, my name's Pete, by the way. 
Uncle Pete, you used to call me. Just looking out for you, kid. And wipe that vomit off your shirt, too. It's pizza. Nice to meet you. Uh, Miss Pennyweather, can you bring in the will? Nice tie. Pure silk? I believe so, yeah. Ah, a high roller, then. Up in the big smoke. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I slogged it out in the city for a few years. It's not really my scene. No? Well, I've got quite big ears. I had a bit of a complex about them, and this one guy just tormented me. I mean, Here's the will. Ah, thanks, Ben. I get that sexy ass back to reception. Tossa. She bloody loves it. Right, let's get this bad boy read. Will of one Gino Janelli. He's left a message. I'll read it for you if you like, or do you want to? Private thoughts and all that. No, that's fine. You can read it. No problemo. This is the final will and testament of one Gino Janelli of sound, body and mind, etc. Something about the fact that he reckons it'll be his heart problem that does rib. Wrong! Oh, well. We won't hold it against him, will we, chap? Uh, he goes on about all the money that he doesn't have. Lost it all. That was pretty ugly scenes, I'm sure you can imagine. I can not very pretty. Lots of apologetic talk. I regret the breakdown of the relationship between myself and my two wonderful sons. I won't pay the rent, will it? Closes by saying you and your brother get all that he has. That is mostly just a lot of debt, unfortunately. You don't have to pay it, though. We're not the mafia. Gino didn't have a lot of money, but he had a lot of real estate. Really? Oh, yeah. He owned the crazy golf course, the penny arcade, the Punch and Judy booth, the donkey rides, an ice cream kiosk on the side of the seafront, the amusement park... And the Molum Theatre, including Bingo Hall. He owned all of that? Owned, yeah. You and your brother own it now, you big shot bastards. Why did he have such big financial problems if he owned all that estate? Because only the bloody holidaymakers use those things. And no one comes on holiday to Swamber anymore. Don't they? Buddy, you were born here and you haven't been back for 20 odd years. Why would people come here? Well, because they're poor. I go to my timeshare on the Algarve. I can sort you out one if you like. No, I'm fine. Well, I've got no time to run a crazy golf course. What am I going to do with it? I've got so much going on in London. I think it's best if we try and sell the properties. After all, what do me and my brother know about running a bingo hall? Well, I know people that will be interested in taking it off your hands. Okay, great. If you could set something up? That's what I do. I set things up. Just call me setting up... No, uh, Mr. Setting Business Meeting. That doesn't work. Set a spaniel? If you like. Anyway, I think you'll like these guys. You've got a lot in common. they got no interest in running a bingo hall either. <laughs> What's going on? Just sorting stuff out. We'll leave in a minute. Sorry, you were saying that the buyers... Oh, they want to turn it into a car park. Fuck off. They can't do that. Well, it's not really up to us, is it, Ollie? Oh, do come in. Yes, it is. We own it. Do you really want to see our father's life work converted into a car park? Don't care. No, I'm putting my foot down. It has to be sold to someone that will restore it and use it for what it is. Oh, fine if that's how you feel. Yeah, I do. Look, bruv, I've just been round of town and our father owned everything. He was the main man here. We should be proud of what he did for these people. Someone's got to carry that on. Are you sure? These people were going to give me a cut. I don't care about that. Keep your mouth shut next time, Bernie. Well, Gino was desperately trying to sell those properties for the last few years. The only way you're going to sell that property in a state that it's in is to show that it can make a profit. And to be honest, you've got more chance of getting me on public transport. Would you not go on public transport? Me? On a bus? These shoes cost £400. So we have to stay here and work by the seafront? In an ice cream kiosk? 
and hope that people want to buy it. You make it sound so easy. It won't be. It doesn't matter. You talked about how you wanted to leave a legacy. This was our father's legacy to us. I don't particularly like this place. It's fucking weird. But if we can build his businesses back up, then maybe we can keep his legacy and pride intact. Plus, be a laugh. Oh, yeah. A hoot. I'll be laughing along. Sign here, gents. Congratulations, chaps. You've just made it into the tourism industry. Woohoo! It's shit. How are you feeling? I feel like I've spent my whole life trying to get away or forget this place. And it just sweeps me back in one swoop. It's funny, isn't it? We've got a bingo hall, Ollie. What should we do? Get t-shirts printed. Oh, that's a weight off my shoulders. This whole week has been a nightmare. But you know what? Straight after Dad died, all I thought about was him. And how terrible it must be for him. But he got a good deal. He didn't have to see any of this. Didn't have to put the ceremony together. Never has to speak to any of those people at the funeral ever again. And gets the last laugh by giving us nothing for all our troubles but a rickety old theatre and a putting range. It's crazy golf. Difference being? Putting range is just straight putting practice for the traditional format of golf. Whereas crazy golf is a putting game which introduces elements of cartoonish fun like clown faces and castles for you to navigate before the putt. It's like golf cross with... It's a knockout, but for kids. Sounds brilliant. Can be. Ours is shit, to be fair. This whole thing has been a disaster. The people. Who would make a 13-year-old with asthma carry a coffin? <laughs> a tosser. <laughs> well, finally, we agree on something. Charles. What? I know you're the older brother, so it would be a little bit unorthodox, but... Yeah? <laughs> Please let me die first. You have been listening to Gino Ginelli is Dead, written by Stephen Hill. Additional material by Ben Clegg and Mark Edens. Directed by Ben Clegg and by Stephen Hill. Produced by Marielle Runacre Temple. With Oliver Ford as Ollie. Elliot Quinn as Charles. Craig Hamblin as Dr McCartney. Anne Tiato as Rose and Craig. Jack Bowman as Eric. Mike Garnell as Ron. Jamie Cartwright as Roy. Neil Frost as Tom, Ben Clegg as Marcus, Kevin Haney as Gordon, Richard Rycroft as the Vicar and Pete, Ashley Maguire as Greg and the Old Lady, Philip Elvie as Ralph and Stephen Hill as Mr Chaplin. Gino Ginelli is Dead was recorded at the Carriage House and engineered by Richard Lightman. Editing was done by Audio Mill. Visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more free audio downloads. <laughs>